And for more, we're joined on the line now by market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Hello, not so the morning. Yes, okay now. You know what? Nico Rosenberg was not the only one with a burning engine that had fire coming out of his engine. Who else? But Bafana, Bafana. The less said about that, the better, Clive. You know, some of the messages that have come through, I, I hope we'll have a moment to read some of them. Oh, dear. Uh, but looking at the stocks, I mean, Asian stocks mm. fluctuated as early signs and uh, gains by Chinese shares evaporated after the national holidays. The national holiday did create a little bit of a slump because it just stops the momentum from going. So, you know, when you hit I. A holiday in the middle of the week. What tends to happen is that um, investors are very jittery. They don't know what next to take, what action to take next. So they always are considering um, what could be the possi- possibility when the markets restart again. So it was very, very um, um, unclear from the onset, from from Friday, in actual fact, uh, where the markets would a- would actually go and where we'd be driven. But it seems like. Sentiment is still not back in the Chinese forefront. So what's happening is that those stocks are still taking a little bit of a hit. And that's why the Asian markets haven't responded uh, necessarily positively as well. They've been going between, uh, swinging between gains and losses. But here's the thing. Uh, look at the energy stocks that you are referring to, the energy uh, companies that you are referring to. These are some of the companies that were doing really, really well uh, leading up to 2012 and 2013. And this is because, um, and that's, this, is, this is a typical example of what happens when um, um, you start seeing a slowdown in economic participation. So what happens is that these particular companies, although very strong then, have now become very lost, they've, they've lacked momentum, and now they're starting to feel the heat of actually uh, the global uh, 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 slowdown, of economic slowdown. And they're feeling the pinch the most because they are exposed to so many emerging markets. Uh, things like uh, 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 Shilai Energy, uh, things like uh, Kondua, and, you know, and, and they are taking a really, really tough hit. And the reason is that there's a global crisis, of, well, I shouldn't say crisis, I should say there's a global economic challenge um, which, has, which has created I turn off or rather a sell off of all these Chinese uh, uh, major makers, energy makers. So very, very sad, but very tough. Asia MSCI Pacific says China sitting currently at the negative 0.41%. And uh, see, China revised its 2014 GDP growth uh, to 7.3 from 7.4. What should we read into that? Uh, How how can you report something and then say, we are revising the report? You report, you revise the report if before you release it. You can't release and then say we revise. No. So and, and this is this is the problem. This is the problem. And, and HSBC has been mentioning this and saying, you know, the issue with transparency with regards to the numbers that the Chinese actually display does not really go down that confidence that we need for them for us to trust the numbers as they come out. Now you start asking yourself the PMI number despite the fact that it was in the negative as well, it was below 50. Was that accurate? And now we wait for HSBC to confirm, because now what this, what this means, Sakina, you can't say, okay, uh, our performance between 2014 and 2015 is X, and then after that realize that you've actually slowed down further. What were those numbers based on? And this is very, very troubling for me. It's a very difficult thing for me to swallow. The hard uh, for me to swallow, because it is exactly what the Americans are saying about the numbers, the depth of the Chinese economic uh, problem. Is it as serious 
as they make it out to be, or could it be worse uh, than what they actually make it out to be? So now we've, we've, we've changed our perspective. Now you're not looking around 7%. Now people are starting to talk about 6% instead for 2015, which is a very big worry for the Americans because they've invested so much in the Chinese market. And of course, uh, the other important factor that many of us uh, keep an eye on, what's happening with oil, uh, crude markets, roller coaster ride. What does all of this yeah. mean, Clive? We have these guys who we call the oil bears. You know, when we talk about bears, we talk about people that are not really excited. They're not, they, they never, ever, ever get uh, participate um, out of oil simply because they believe somehow, somewhere, it's going to do well or whatever the case may be. So they, they, they are willing to fall on the sword, on their own sword, to, to, to support oil. These guys, Akina, are starting to fall out of love with oil. They are actually starting to sell it. And in actual fact, what has happened now is that even some of the guys who, who have been phenomenally been known uh, um, uh, categorically as, as big fans for the oil prices and uh, as oil as a commodity are starting to sell it off. And these are your hedge funds, uh, people who are trying to diversify, rather uh, create a, a set uh, uh, option out of uh, equities and, and other markets as well. So the question is, if these guys, even though they themselves are calling themselves bears and there's nothing... <laughs> bearish about a bear. <laughs> but if they're starting to doubt the pricing of oil itself because demand has not come back as strongly as they had anticipated, should we be worried ourselves, uh, specifically those guys who are being rendered or looked at as oil companies or oil-based uh, uh, countries, should they then be starting to worry? Uh, should we be excited about the oil price going down? Will that have a longer um, uh, uh, effect a longer-lasting effect than what we actually anticipated before. These are concerns that are coming out because when an oil bear drops and leaves oil, there is certainly a question to be asked, and that is, is it time to dump all the oil stocks that we have on our portfolios? This is for the long-term investors, by the way. Well, we got a pocket there for this morning. Thank you so much, our market analyst, Clive Ramatibela. It's eight minutes before eight.